Hey there, and welcome to a new episode of Trading Talks. And we're here, as you probably guessed, to talk about trading. Shocking, right? We're going to share insights, use technical analysis, value specific assets, and analyze how they react to recent market events. My name is Sam Noor, market analyst at eToro, and I am ready to talk trade. Are you ready? Let's go. This podcast is for information and education purposes only and should not be taken as investment advice, a personal recommendation, or an offer of or solicitation to buy or sell any financial instruments. This material has been prepared without taking into account any particular investment objectives or financial situation and has not been prepared in accordance with the legal and regulatory requirements to promote independent research. Past performance is not an indication of future results. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Trader Talks, where we're focusing on dealing with losses. If you're someone who, after a loss, has spiraled out of control, or if you're newer to trading and investing and you want to avoid all of that, rightly so, then this episode is for you. Remember, if you're watching on YouTube, like, share, subscribe, leave a comment. Uh, And the link is in the bio should you want to listen to the podcast. And if you're on the podcast and you want to watch along on YouTube, the link is in the bio as well. Now, to kick us off, I've got an example on why learning actually matters. Uh, And for those that follow golf, will know this story already. But those that don't, there's a golfer called Brooks Kepka, one of the better golfers in the world, but he's had a uh, a relatively tough couple of years where he hasn't done perhaps as well as he wanted. If you've watched uh, on Netflix, he's quite open about that. Anyway, in April this year, going into the last day of the biggest tournament of the golfing calendar, the Masters at Augusta, he was leading and he bottled it by his own admission on that last day and came second. He didn't win the tournament. And it was really interesting that he was quite open about that. And then a month later, at another really, really big tournament, he was in the same situation, leading going into the last day. And people were saying, is he going to bottle it again? And he didn't. And he clearly learned from his own errors the month previous. We're going to lose. I think that's very important for us to understand, whether it comes to trading or investing, but learning from it can then lead to benefits down the line now i'm not saying that you're gonna end up winning one of golf's majors and winning millions of dollars along the way but it's a very good example and you know you speak to or not you speak to you hear some of the best managers in the world like pep guardiola who says you you know most of the time you are going to lose you're not going to win the championships or the cups but it's learning from that that can then take you to that next level where you give yourself a better opportunity of winning now of course with trading it's slightly different but i want us to think long term here we are going to lose trades and it's the acceptance of that that can really help us propel our uh trading journey to the consistency that we want now just on risk reward I think it's very important for traders and investors to understand exactly what this is and the win percentage needed for certain risk rewards. So just as an example, if a new trader risks $100 on a losing trade to make $200, that risk reward would be two to one. The break-even rate is just 33%. Now, for those people who maybe look to risk 
more than they look to make. So it might be they risk 100 to make 50. Well, the break-even rate is 67%. Maybe that puts a lot more pressure on you as an individual to win. But just some other percentages to consider. If you've got a five-to-one risk reward, you just have to be right 17% of the time. One-to-ten risk reward or 10 to 1, whichever way you want to look at it, is 9% win rate. So we're going to lose, but let's also understand that we don't need to reinvent the wheel here to to win as well. And understanding our break-even rate is important. So after a loss, let's remain calm. Remember it's long-term, and that really can help uh, as well in our journey to getting to where we want to. Now, just on the investing standpoint here, you know, this is for sure this episode is more focused to traders but diversification can massively help investors if we think from a risk mitigation point of view it's going to help investors deal with these losses by spreading their investments across different assets and hopefully that's going to reduce the impact of losses on the overall portfolio also we can diversify by a sector and different industry. So it helps investors avoid overexposure to just one sector in particular, and therefore navigate losses by benefiting from the performance of those other sectors and industries. Another thing for investors to consider, of course, is asset allocation. Uh, This allows investors to protect themselves against losses in a specific asset class by leveraging the varying risks and rewards of each class. And another one, which I'm sure many investors who have more experience are starting to do is diversifying by geographic allocation. So we can reduce losses, say, in a certain area of the world. Let's just randomly say China, your Chinese equity markets or stocks are struggling, but your US ones, your European ones are performing better as well. So it can help reduce that risk. So diversification can be key. Now, from a trading point, that might be you trade different assets rather than just one, for example. But remember, you know, we really want to control our risk here. Um, And from an investing standpoint, diversification can help with that and for us to learn from our losses. Now, with trading, I think it's imperative. I would go as far as saying that each new trader should have a trade journey where they record the trades that they take to then learn from them we're going to lose trades. And I'm going to keep saying that, but we're going to find out when it makes sense for you to trade. So it might be that you start to see, I win trades between nine and 11 trading the Euro USD, but in the afternoon I lose. Guess what you're going to start doing forward. You're only going to focus on that specific period or that specific trading style. And you're going to avoid periods where you typically lose. So we can learn so much from this. We can start to ask ourselves the question, well, how can I improve my overall trading? Are there any patterns when I review the trades that I take? And it can really help build confidence as well when you review your journal to see the patterns where you do perform best and then to avoid the patterns where you don't perform as well. We can refine our risk management as well. I, for one, remember when I first started trading, I looked at my losing trades And I could identify that actually my stop loss didn't need to be as big. Nine times out of 10, for example, even if I had a smaller stop, I'd have still got stopped out of the trade. 
So you can start to do these kind of things, improve your risk reward, risk management. You can learn so much from your losing trades. It's something that I would definitely recommend people doing is having a journal, recording your trades, and you're going to help improve your decision making, whether that be trading at a certain time, a certain strategy, a certain product, a certain risk reward. The information and the data from your trades really is vital. Another thing for us to consider is just the importance of planning preparing and then repeating all of that it's so crucial to establish a well-defined strategy of course if you're a new trader that's going to take a little bit of time but let's get to that point where we have a clear strategy we then have a clear risk management approach and that can be down to just how much you're risking per trade per day per week the amount of trades that you take but it's important to be very consistent with that we also want to get to a point where we set clear entry, exit, uh, profit targets, and really just adhere to this disciplined approach. This will help reduce the emotional bias and impulsive actions that often then lead to those losses. I'm sure there's many traders out there either listening or watching to this where you've had a losing trade and you feel you need to get back in again. Whereas if you have a strategy, you can avoid that. Myself, what I found super helpful after a winning trade I go for a walk for 15 minutes. After a losing trade, I go for a walk after 15 minutes. And then when I come back to my screens, I remove all my technical analysis and start again from a blank canvas. Now, why do I go for a walk after a winning trade? Well, psychologically, sometimes I used to feel like, well, I've got free money here. I'm going to have a little bit of a gamble. Or after a losing trade, I'd be like, I need to make that money back. And it just leads to these series of negative events uh, and reactions that you want to avoid. So create the strategy, what works for you. Even go to as far as looking at your trade journal, what happens after you win two trades in a row? Imagine if you start to see you then end up taking more risk on your third trade and lose it all. This is so important for us as traders to know, and we can see so much from looking into the data, you know. Planning allows traders to anticipate various market scenarios, assess potential risks, and develop contingency plans. If there's a breaking headline that was unscheduled, what do you do? It might be that you've seen from before you lose uh, composure in this period. You trade with FOMO. Okay, breaking headline, I'm going to take a, a step back. I'm not going to trade in this period. I don't perform well here for whatever reason. It, so, it, you know, by having this plan, it enables us to objectively evaluate our performance, identify areas for improvement and learn from those past mistakes. And it really helps to lead to continuous development and increase consistency, which is ultimately what we're looking to do. Next up for us, just going to focus a little bit more on risk management, why it's important, how we can learn from it. Ultimately, we're, we're preserving capital by having risk management. And, and that's one of the most important parts of trading is controlling our risk. By controlling our risk, it just maintains our emotional discipline. So many times I've seen traders that I've mentored in the very early stages lose a trade and that's it. They feel like the world's against them. They think that when they got stopped out and it reverses, the trading gods are against me. And while it might be quite funny looking back at that, you've got to have that discipline to say, okay, I've lost a trade and that's fine. Understand my risk reward, understand my strategy and have that composure. Risk management helps control downside risk. 
If you don't control that downside risk, it then leads to these negative series of reactions that we've talked about. Risk management can help improve consistency and also enhance long-term sustainability. So these are all things we should be, be doing, incorporating. It helps improve our psychological stress as well. And from an investing standpoint, if you've ever gone to sleep thinking about your investments and worrying about them, it's because you've got too much riding on it. Reduce that risk. Remember from the previous episodes where I've said I've spoken to, you know, hedge fund managers or really experienced traders, and they say by by risking the least, you give yourself the longest possible time to remain in this game. You don't want to go full in on your trades. Remain balanced uh, and have that composure. It's going to help build confidence as well, risk management. Um, so let's really work on that as it can help us avoid doing negative things from our losses. Again, I'm going to say it, we are going to lose trades. And it's not until you can understand that and learn from that, that we can really start to, to push on. Two things that will help, of course, with the losses is mentorship and education. So it provides guidance, support from experienced traders. Obviously, on Etoro, you've got the feed. Uh, there are some very good people out there as well. Yes, you, you need to almost vet them to make sure that they've got your best interests at heart. But by having that community can really help and speaking to people that have been through what you're going through as well. Trading at home on your own can be quite lonely. I've been there and I speak to people as well. Being able to bounce ideas off each other or have someone review your trades can be great. Even if it's just turning up to a webinar at eToro, at least you're bouncing ideas off someone else uh, as well. And, you know, by speaking with mentors or doing education, it just equips you with a broader knowledge base, empowers you to make more informed decisions, and therefore can potentially reduce the likelihood of significant losses. Uh, you don't want to be in that category of being a boom and bust trader where you have big wins, but even bigger losses. Uh, so yeah, mentorship, education can really help. And it's something that I would recommend people doing. Obviously on eToro, we've got all the webinars and the courses. And if anyone wants more interest, more interest, more information on that, write in the comments or message me on Twitter and I can send you links to all of our free courses. Um, good attributes to have, to, to learn from our losses, learn how to deal with them, self-reflection after a trade or after you review all your trades from the week or month, reflect on that. What was I good at? What could I have done better? Self-awareness and discipline for me, the two most important aspects of being a good trader or investor. So it's no surprise that they're on this list that I'm talking about. Patience, only trade when it suits you. Don't have FOMO. Just because someone's talking about a market doesn't mean you have to trade it. Remember, you want to be a sniper in the market. Wait for your edge. Wait for your opportunity. You can look at your trade journal to see what your future projection would be like. If you have a certain amount of winning trades, you can scale that up over time. But remember, you, you don't have to be in a trade all the time. Only trade when it's right for you. For me right now, I'm more of a swing trader. As obviously my full-time role is, is doing stuff with eToro, I probably take about three, four trades a week. That's not a lot. I've got a good risk reward, a, a relatively good win percentage. So the stats make sense for me. But if I miss an opportunity, it's fine. 
and experience obviously can help with that and being able to be resilient during harder periods. I mean, I lost eight trades in a row when I was a day trader during the beginning of the pandemic, but I trusted the strategy and the stats and ended up having the best year of my trading career during that period. But it was reviewing things. How can I get better? What do I need to avoid? How can I improve my trading? Obviously, good attributes to have as well, emotional intelligence, that long-term perspective, and being able to want to learn continuously. Uh, in in summary, then we've got to the end of this. There are lessons to be learned in all aspects, but sports specifically are where people have lo- lost a game or a tournament or a boxing fight or a cricket match, you name it. And it's actually learning from that to then go on to do the good things. And that's where we need to get to as a trade. I understand we're going to lose, but how can I learn from that to then improve my performance? Trade journals, massively helpful. Education, mentorship, all of these things can be so beneficial. And it's about risk management at the end of the day. Give ourselves the best possible chance of making this all work. Until next time, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, and I'll see you or speak to you very shortly. You have been listening to Digest and Invest by eToro. For more information, use eToro.com.